After the end of World War II, the world was split into two, East and West. This marked the beginning of the era called the Cold War. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the long-awaited return of Metal Gear Sweat episode 15. You would hope by now some of us have actually beaten the game, but that may or may not be the truth because some of us are still stuck on Psycho Mantis. Despite having many controllers plugged in, it has thwarted me and I have not been able to continue on to the third game. Just kidding, I actually have continued on to the third game and we're here to wrap up the third game finally. And I'm here joined by my esteemed colleagues who have joined me through this journey of pain and torture. And we're going to have to try to remember where we were and where we left off. And the audience is also going to have to remember. So please write what happened last on a $20 bill and send it in to us so that we can recall the previous episode. And if you haven't listened to the other episodes, then go ahead and take some time right now. We're going to go ahead and give you about five seconds. Go ahead and listen to episodes one through 14. Okay, and if you didn't listen to episodes one through 14 already, then welcome back. We're going to start this one off uh, with a recap. Marshall and Kevin, hello. How are you guys doing? Hello, Denver. Hello, Kevin. I'm doing good. I finally made it past Psycho Mantis, and I'm on to the Sniper Wolf battle. Finally. Finally, we made yeah. it to Sniper Wolf. Hey, guys. Kevin here. Uh, just checking in. It's good to be back. Um, would like to say I still have not made it even to Psycho Mantis. Um, oh, yikes. Who is Psycho Mantis? I came out of the water and Baconators. I've been doing nothing but Baconators for about six months now. So you're gonna die. Yeah, Looking forward to. There's to not enough Baconators. The rest of the game here. Well, the rest of the game is all Baconators from here on out. Perfect. Then I am the expert you need. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your show today. Yeah, you're welcome. Please leave stage left. Perfect. Um, who would like to recap what happened in the last 14 episodes, starting from episode one? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in episode one, there was more of us. There was five of us, I think, or maybe only four. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, there's 20 of us in episode one. We all discussed our feelings on Metal Gear. Yep. Um, I think there were only four of us, despite our yeah, image having to be updated with six was. people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We went through Metal Gear Solid 1 and Metal Gear Solid 2, and they were fantastic. We were pretty consistent getting through those. Yeah, I felt like we were very, very consistent. Maybe we missed a week here or there, but pretty consistent. We blew and through then, those games pretty quick. And then our lives fell apart. Everything went to shit. You know, a lot's been happening since uh, I see the last episode came out May 28th. So we're looking at a month and a week or so. Month and yeah, two weeks. you know what? Also, um, I would like to bring up May 28th happened, and uh, that was the day we released the recording. I don't know if that was the day we actually recorded. I think that is a Friday. Yeah, I don't uh, probably I think I recorded that probably... the Sunday prior. 
Or that is a Sunday, actually. That's a Sunday. That is a Sunday. Is a yeah. Sunday, so maybe we recorded it then. Um, either way, I don't think that we discussed that Metal Gear Solid 3 is getting a remake. Um, during our recording of Metal Gear Solid 3, they've announced the remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 and the uh, return of another HD collection for the PS5 and PC. Which is exciting cool. news. Um, I'm sure everybody's heard of it and uh, it's come through the radio waves already. So, Yeah, so stay tuned here. Um, probably... Oh, 40 episodes from now when we play the remake of this one. Yeah. We'll compare the remake to what we remembered of this one. Yeah, we'll re-release these episodes in a quicker order. And yeah. then we'll we'll combine them. Oh, that's what we should do. We should re-release the episode and then do a companion episode with the remake at the same time. Yeah. They're like a, a fucking five-hour... Well, no, the fans episode. get the fans will get two episodes. It'll be two separate episodes, but they'll be released together. Of of what? Well, the first one will just be the re-release of uh, you know, whatever episode it was. Let's see, I got it here uh, as the producer of the show. <laughs> okay. Um, episode eleven was the first episode for Metal Gear uh, Solid Three, so we would just re-release episode eleven, and then we would also record a new episode for the remake. Oh, so we would do like episode eleven re-release and episode eleven subsistence. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Ah, with bonus content, newer, and then we could just it would it could be a quicker you know it could be a quicker episode. We could just highlight the changes or what was different. Nothing changed. There's today's episode nothing changed just listen to the last one yeah, see you next month to the last one. we'll see you in a month or two <laughs> subscribe to our patreon if you want it quicker yeah so because yeah, we can't afford it <laughs> i Look, took four more jobs expensive. in between these episodes so. yeah that's why we've been so busy all of us are just working yeah give us more money twenty dollars send them in to the wet box yeah um yeah, well, I think today we can wrap up this fucking game so that we can finish it before yeah, the remake comes out. Or we can just continue this <laughs> until the remake eventually Forever. comes out. In, in yeah, perpetual. maybe we'll be able to finish yeah. Metal Gear Solid 4 before um, the next generation of consoles release. Which, I, who you know, it could be next month or 20 years. No. Um, but eventually, the rumors are that Metal Gear Solid 4 will get a remake, so... Maybe by the time we're about to wrap that up, though, it'll announce that in a couple. Four is getting a remake? I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's what they said. Well, not a remake, remake an HD collection release. Because they said that uh, Volume 1, it was internal documents not released yet, so it's still speculation, kind of. Um, But they said Volume 1 of the HD collection is Metal Gear Solid 1, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, and Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2. Makes sense, whatever is also in that. So they're having those. And then uh, Volume 2 is supposed to be Beast Walker, Metal Gear Solid 4, and Metal Gear Solid 5 with the Phantom Pain and Ground. Well, we might as well just pause this whole podcast and, you know, just move on to Death Stranding. I that, uh... think. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Death Stranding. We'll just Death finish Stranding. out the rest of the Kojima games. Yeah, all Kojima games. Well, I mean, 
we could we better do it before he keeps adding more yeah and i'm you know i i played the uh, silent hill 2 hd collection that was released after uh konami had kicked off team silent from their company and uh mm. they somehow lost the source code and you know it kind of fucking is a big pile of shit so the original games are the only ones that are worth playing and Metal Gear Solid being HD remastered was done mostly in-house by Kojima Productions at the time with Konami. And since his leaving, I would not be entirely surprised if they deleted the source code and don't have anything now that they're just giving it to some random Chinese development company. Great. So we'll see how it turns out. I, I don't have high hopes for any of this getting remade without oversight or input right. because I think that's clearly what led down Silent Hill 2 being such a pile of shit when it got re-released. Which they're also re-releasing and remaking Silent Hill 2, but that's a ground-up remake. Everything's getting remade and they brought back Team Silent to help uh, go over questions that Blooper Blooper, I think, is the developer. Blue point? No, blooper made layers of fear. Layers of fear. Yeah, you know, I read a interesting thing uh, yesterday about like a big argument with this writer strike and stuff going on is because of these studios and all these production companies and stuff have figured, oh, we can cut costs because we can just remake it, and then we don't have to hire writers to like rewrite it. We can just get like two guys to kind of flesh out a little bit more of the story instead of like paying someone for a whole new script and a whole new movie hmm. so that's like that's why we've seen such a big push on all these remakes and reboots and yeah i mean shit. that makes sense they're trying to just remake silent hill 2 and they're also doing a remake of silent hill 2 into a movie that follows silent hill 2 story rather than the other silent hill movies that came out but it's being directed and stuff by the person who made the original which was huh. a pile of shit so I liked it. Uh, yeah, liked it was cool, but it, I mean, it really... Yeah, it had nothing it to do with the game, but it was cool. It, it, yeah, followed, it. It, it just was... I don't know. I have problems with it. It uh, it was all over the place. It was all over the fucking place, and they incorporated shit from the game without it making sense as to why it made sense in the game. Missed the point of a lot of things. A lot of sexual frustration I have with it. Yeah, they but really missed out on that part. It was so good. It followed, like like... Silent Hill won so well until it like just threw in a bunch of random shit. It was like, hey, we don't know actually what happened. We're not sexually frustrated enough. Yeah, how about some sexual frustration in hot nurses? And they were like, no, I feel like doesn't to make do any it, sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Right. I, I feel like to do it right, they should have sexually frustrated the entire audience, too. I'm always sexually really frustrated, which is why I connect right. so well with that game. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I would like to point out, you know, during our gap also, uh, Diablo 4 came out. That was a big reason why we stopped the podcast for a little bit. Yeah, we've played Diablo 4 and we've stopped playing it. We played it for like two weeks and stopped playing it. <laughs> Downloaded it for an hour of gameplay and now it's uninstalled. Kind of uh, ran its course. I don't know. I think uh, the season's coming out. I mean, Gary, it's because Gary got it. Every time Gary buys a game that we're like heavy into, we just yeah, stop we playing. Stop playing. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. It was fun. I just felt like it was kind of like once he got through it all, it was like, okay, now what? Like, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of incentive to get me to keep playing once yeah. I beat all the missions. And stuff. I'm excited for the season. Season should be coming yeah. out. Right. The end of this month or August. That you'll have to start a new character and stuff. Because I have new characters started, so. Yeah. I don't want to do too much on them because I'll just start another one on the season. So I'm just kind of waiting for that because I've already beat it. Done right. a lot. I'd really like to jump into the season. We'll see. So Maybe yeah, we didn't just you know, we didn't just abandon what everybody. We We've been yeah. busy. You know? I I've uh, I wasn't able to beat uh, the game on European Extreme, but I beat it twice on the Steam Deck. I beat it on very easy and easy, and uh, that was <laughs> I think it took me three and a half hours to beat it on very easy. Um, and then I couldn't beat it on European Extreme because the PS3 emulator version that i was playing closed down at the end of the crash so i uh didn't beat it on the pc but i am still stuck at psycho man so perfect we'll see if i get there um what else did we play we played a bunch of other games you know big summertime blockbusters are coming uh, out ready or not ready or played not zero hour tactical shooters um some motorsport racing uh motorsport racing we're into motorsport racing now so you probably won't see us for another 48 hour endurance race yep on controller and steering wheel um dude, steam summer sale came out yeah so summer sales so like 40 games this games. month i think uh that i'm never gonna play correct I'm only gonna play zero hour. Uh, Battlebit came out. Played that a lot. Been a lot of games. Oh, yeah, Battlebit. Yeah, yeah, Battlebit was fun. Uh, Destiny is has some of the best story things that came out. Uh, very fun. A lot of good story content in this season, but unfortunately, it was the part of this season and not four seasons ago where it would have made sense before Lightfall came out. So. It's pretty shitty, and a lot of cheaters yeah. are back, so that's a lot of fucking cool stuff. Um, cheaters are also into PvE now again, so that's a lot of fun things going on in Destiny. Um, yeah, fucking, <laughs> you know. Just but I'll tell you what does point. make sense. The story of Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Yeah, a lot of Wendy's cheeseburgers. that's what we're here today to talk about. Yeah, I forgot. Welcome back to the Metal Gear Solid 3 <laughs> podcast. Hello, thanks for tuning in. This is the Metal Gear Sweat episode 15. I'm joined today by Kevin and Marshall. <laughs> hey, this is Kevin. Welcome uh, back, everybody. All right. Well, I guess uh, recap where we left off. Does anybody remember what happened when we left off? All right. I remember we... Um... Man, we went through this like underground tunnel. We fought the so the end was a couple episodes ago. Uh, I think that's where we ended the previous episode before last was with the end, and then we kind of like backtracked or did something. We went through like a tunnel. Uh, we snuck through a base, right? Yeah, it was like a ruins of like some stuff on top of a mountain, and then got to the base, right? Yeah, and then we yeah. met up with uh. <laughs> the scientist dude who we were trying to get out we like snuck into the base to like get him out again and then uh, uh what's we his looked dick like Raiden yeah we looked like Raiden and uh what's his dick showed up grabbed us in the dick yes and was like oh I know you're not him I know his penis 
Yeah. That happened. Yeah. And then I think I they killed the. Time. They like killed the scientist. The boss shows up. And she's all like, well, they didn't kill him uh, yet. That was a torture. After oh, okay. So, yeah. And then they torture him. Um, there's a whole bunch of shit goes on. Oh, yeah. We get our 147. Otacon blows his eyeball out. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And then we woke up in a cell. Yeah. So we get tortured. And um, did any of you guys write down the 14475 any of the previous times it's been shown? No, I never and did. Or I never saw it tortured. till this torture scene. It's in like a few I never noticed it till right then. Uh, um, so yeah, everybody gets their ass kicked and uh, then gets tortured by Vulgan. the shit out of you. You get a transmitter and a fork, or no, yeah, you get a transmitter that they shoot back inside of you. Inside of you. Uh, what else is that? Okay. I don't know. I think that's get your eye fucked. Get our eye. Yeah, just go listen to the last episode if you're confused. Yeah, you shouldn't I, be we, starting we probably this. Probably go over it very well. Um, yeah, don't start this at episode 15. If you're listening now, just don't. Even start though we it. told you to go back, go back again. Don't, don't be one of those people who's like, "Oh, I'm not going to do what they told me to do." Yeah, go I'm back. that person. Yeah, did you beat the fury yet? I don't. No, I'm on Mantis. Oh, Fury! Yeah, I'm still on Psycho Mantis. I know I said I got the Sniper Wolf, but I'm still stuck on Psycho Mantis. Yeah, I never, I never played it again. I haven't what game? played it at all. Is this the Final Fantasy podcast? Yes. Yeah, I've been playing okay. Final Fantasy. Final so that Fantasy? part where Cloud is all like, Wait, how many controllers do you have to use for that? I think it's just one. Uh, well, I'm using eight, and none of them work. <laughs> They're all just charging. <laughs> all you my controllers are charging. None of them are, are data transfer <laughs> Yeah, they're all. I ran into that again yesterday. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna just buy you like five cables. Right. Just, I need to just like put them in a bag. in the house. Use, these are the. These are only data transfer. They do not charge. <laughs> no charging. I had two that looked exactly the same. One worked, and the other one didn't. <laughs> And I just threw the one that didn't work away. I'm just getting rid of them and throwing them away. Yeah, Wait, there's cables that don't charge? <laughs> yeah, some no, some cables will only charge, but they don't transfer data. So it'll look like your controller, like you plug it in, it'll start charging, but then it doesn't work. Man, this explains so many problems I've had over the past. <laughs> yeah, well, Kevin has a problem every time. He... Well, and then I like I will buy it. Like, what happened to that one? I had the badass cable forever and then like the dog ate it and then i bought a replacement one and then something happened to it and then it's just been a shit show yeah sounds like it 100 percent giant shit show well um we started off in jail uh so we got a couple of things that we can do here we're, we're talking to our our guard buddy um if you want to immediately get out of the jail you can just call the number that you've been flashed multiple times and uh, you know, just hit that number; it'll unlock the, del- the the cell door for you. But you gotta wait. The guard walks away, or the guard will give you food. And if you toss the food back out at him three times, he'll stand and talk to you, showing you a clipboard with a picture of his son on it. And uh, 
he'll get all buddy buddy with you. He'll show you the picture. That picture has the the frequency on the back. Oh, nice. And this guy's name is Johnny. His son's name is Johnny. Oh, nice. The long line of Johnnies, or the firstborn son, is named Johnny. So we see him a lot. His stomach doesn't agree with him with all the food that we gave him. Of course. Um, he does say that he went through your things and grabbed your pack of cigarettes. If you have the cigarettes, so I don't know if you guys had this or not. Um, I had cigarettes like we talked about before. I don't think you guys picked them up. The, the like not, cigarette yeah, gas spray. Um, so he'll give you those back. I don't know if he does if he didn't have them. Um, but you use that and you can knock him out. As he like comes over to the gate, you spray it in his face. He'll get knocked out. You open the gate. There's a camera in the office there that you can use to take pictures of the pretty ladies on posters inside of the uh, jail cell area. Um, and then I would like to say take the fake death pill can't you i don't know i don't fucking know what the fuck no i don't know i do you have the fake death pill here maybe you don't have in it your, i don't know in your tooth uh yeah, I think you, you might be able to i don't think i've ever done that. i i mean you can just usually just wait for him to walk away you can open the gate and run past nope i killed myself in real life <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, All right, everybody. I uh, I think that on easy and very easy, I just opened it and ran past. They don't. If you're within two feet of them, they don't know you're there. Um, but on extreme, it was very difficult. The section was pretty hard. You had to like time things out, like very, very precisely to spray these people, and wait for them to turn around. It was uh, quite a fun, fun experience. I really. Because you have to get out of this place, you're naked. You don't have anything on you. You don't even have a shirt to give you any cool camo. So you got to run past a bunch of guards, make your way back into the sewers to get out. And then there's a lot of dogs here too, which I didn't have any trouble with the dogs as much as I thought I would. Did you guys remember the dogs here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always have trouble with the dogs. I thought I would, but if you just don't think about it and run, they don't do anything. You can just kind of keep moving, you know? Just keep trucking and you're fine. I just, I have a lot of anxiety. It's hard for me not to think about stuff like that, you know? Yeah, well. That's why you're not allowed on the secret spy mission. Um, Making your way to the sewers. If you have the cigarette gas spray, it's just way easier. So I would recommend uh, getting that cigarette gas spray first. Because then you can just drink dogs. You can just breathe smoke, secondhand smoke the dogs, and they'll die. Or sleep. They'll go to sleep. They don't die. Um, yeah, so this, we just keep running. We're going to run through the sewers, and then you kind of have to crawl in on one side, crawl around to the next side, avoid the dogs, go back down to the middle, crawl around on the right side, avoid the dogs, crawl out, go back to the middle, run, go to the left side, repeat for like two or three times. And then guess what? Our boy Osla and his goons are behind you. They're ready to fight you. And um, Ocelot takes a sweet-ass time talking a bunch of shit like usual because he has to. And he wants to make sure that he shoots you with the bullet that he didn't shoot you with last time because damn. But I think maybe he just has the wrong caliber bullet and... Uh, you know, he doesn't get to shoot this time. 
And so you fall off and you go straight down off this giant waterfall, running from dogs. Kind of like uh, the fugitive, you know? Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. The fugitive probably took it from this. I didn't kill my wife. And then he jumps I don't care. Yeah. That's pr- it sounds very much like Snake would do. Mm-hmm. And then he dies. Yep. And then but the also lot seems like a little the, excited. The end of the game. He's like kind of happy. He's like, don't die on me yet, buddy. Well, yeah. Well, as we'll learn later, Ocelot is orchestrating the whole thing, so he doesn't want him to die, obviously. Whoa, what? Spoiler right. alert. Some of us are still stuck on Psycho Manus, buddy. Metal Gear Solid 4, we learn... <laughs> Ocelot has been behind it the whole entire time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every game has been Ocelot. I think Ocelot's the main character of the entire series. Yeah, I agree with that. That um, all sounds right. Because we play as multiple Except snakes, right, and other people. And Ocelot is the only consistent. And he's consistently inconsistent on his team. Every time. That's true. Not always his fault, though. Well, he seems to get possessed a lot. Yeah, yeah, he seems to get possessed by a lot of things. Yeah, well, did you finish four? We won't spoil it. We won't spoil it until next week. Yeah, when we start four, and I'll spoil four. And <laughs> um, we'll spoil the whole game in the first episode. <laughs> um, this is where we get to the sorrow. This is Ocelot's daddy. Um, I don't know if they brought that up yet, but have they said that yet? I don't think they have. Yeah, I don't remember that. At some point they say it, that she was... Oh, maybe it's mm-hmm. the, the last part when you're fighting boss. She's like, Sorrow was his father. They ripped the yeah, baby from me. Yeah. And then you have to like imply that it was awesome. But uh, I enjoy this section because there's nobody but bosses here. I don't kill anybody. I uh, made it through without killing anybody. And so the bosses walking in the river. Um then you get to avoid his attacks if you want to keep walking um, or just die. But if you make it to the end, you get to get yourself cool camo. His camo is pretty cool. It's like green. I don't know what it does. I think it gives you camo in the rain. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, you just keep trucking in the water. Walking in water is a lot of fun. It's a lot of Low movement. Very difficult boss fight. Keep walking and just keep walking. Uh, eventually, you can just kill yourself, I think. Get out of it. I don't know if you die, die, or if you, I don't remember how to get out. I think you die. Take your pain pill, your fake death, or revival pill. You take the revival pill. Oh, that's what it is. At the end of it, you die, and it says game over, and you take the revival pill. That's what it was. You're not actually dead. Right. But you are dead. You talk to the sorrow. That's how he talked to you, because you're dead. Um, which is a cool mechanic. Like, you die. Like, this is the first time that you actually die, and you have to use it when it doesn't explicitly tell you. Because you can hit continue here, and it'll start the encounter over. Um, so I bet that really gets some people stuck first few times to run. Uh, I think it's a cool thing. This is another. I think all the boss fights have like pretty cool things in this. Yeah, game. this one was really cool. They're very varied in what happens, what you do, and how to fight things. 
how you can do everything, which wasn't so much in all the other ones. I think the other ones have cool boss fights, but this one has a variety of ways to do each boss fight. Um, and then the whole revive skill and CIA stuff is like extra cool. I don't know if I got the camouflage. I don't know where you get it. And where you get it from this little goat figure that pops up after you beat him. Um, so yeah, we just beat the sorrow. Now we're down the river and we're in this cool green area. And the, we get a little bit about uh, who the sorrow was. We just go talk to dead people on the battlefield, which is like a cool technique, you know? I mean, you get a lot of information that way. Um, of note, there's a lot of butterflies in this area that kind of run around and bonk you. And there's a big thing with butterflies here in the next little part. And next little thing, there's a few areas where butterflies become a cool thing that snake tries to grab because half can't catch them because depth perception is off. But we get to go meet our favorite gal in the water she's behind this waterfall in this like area of course she fucking blasts through on her motorcycle oh yeah on that motorcycle yeah she's gotta oh, make yeah. an entrance oh hell yeah she like fucking rides that thing like she's like triple x the movie triple x um super badass and then she just immediately disrobes pretty much <laughs> oh, yeah she needs a towel yeah. Um Snake is the snake eater in this cutscene. So he's just munching down on, on snakes when Eva's in her bikini and he just like, Leave me alone, I'm hungry. And then she like tries to kiss him and stuff and he's just like having a casual conversation. Then she's like trying to get in on in on him and he's just trying to eat his snakes and uh get the mission done. You know, he doesn't care about anything. He just wants the mission to be complete on a mission oh yeah there's the the comment of him eating snake like do you want any and he's like i wouldn't mind eating you oh yeah he's like he's like what are you a cannibal yeah he doesn't get it and then she like comes over by him he's like god why is my pants so tough i don't know and he tries to catch him off and he can't catch it because his eyes are all fucked he's like god i fucking suck and then she's like Fuck me, Snake, and he's like, God, I can't. But kissing my eyeball. Um So yeah, now we're uh we're gonna go back to the base where we just came from now that we got our stuff back, because she got our stuff back somehow. Um and we're gonna go be the snake eater, you know? She gives us C two, I think, or C three. She gives us C three, the precursor to C four. So we can bomb the fuel cells for Shagohod. This is a cool thing. Um, I think I think you can get a uniform somehow in one of the lockers of the uh, maintenance people. I don't think I did. Yeah, I don't remember any, doing any that. other runs. I've haven't done that. But I know you can. Uh, so that's that would be that would be a lot of fun, you know, to cosplay as maintenance guy and then. Just wander around uh, look if there's one thing in this world i don't want to be it's some kind of like aircraft maintenance guy <laughs> yeah i agree that would be the yeah 
Well, it's not an aircraft. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, as long as I don't have to work like on aircraft. Yeah. Tank maintenance guy. Yeah, I can do that. That's respectable. Yeah, tank maintenance. It's totally fine. Um, Check out Tank Maintenance Simulator on Steam, by the way. It's on sale. Tank Is that 2023 simulator. or 2022? Mm-hmm. Not up to date. It's a DirectX 12. Oh. Oh, wow. Right. That's not going to work on my computer. I'm oh, playing upgrade. on a MacBook. Yeah, Mac Mini. Mac Mini from 1997. I um, I implore you to get this tank simulator game. It's a lot of fun. Very realistic to what it's like being a tank maintenance. Poor woman. You can create your character. Very customization character creation. And it's all first person. So you never get to see the character again. Um, this is a part that really fucks uh really fucks me up every time. There's these mushrooms in the uh, hallway here. After you talk to Ava and she rides through the fucking waterfall again, gets her clothes all wet. Uh, there's the uh the like blowing cap mushroom, which is I would say vital to beating Bolgan easily and non lethally. You don't care about non. Uh, if you don't have them, it becomes very difficult. And I had to kill Volgan here with an AK and all my other guns. Couldn't take him out non-lethally because uh, I kept dying very fast. Unfortunate. But uh, whatever. Pick those fucking glowing motions up, dude. They're very good. They, they, they take his lightning. So, if you don't get them here, then whatever, fuck you. Um, this is a fun part. We get to go back in and, and uh, infiltrate the building that we were just in, but in a different area. Uh, kind of hard to get around. There's a lot more dogs kind of around and people watching from like, these sniper towers. Uh, there's these fuel cells that we have to do. And you're kind of on a time crunch, I believe, once you get in there. I can't remember. But uh, the easiest way to get in there is just take the box that you found downstairs and it takes you into the wing of the hangar. I, don't, I honestly don't know how to get into the hangar without the box. It's the trick that Marshall loves to talk about where you just hop in the back of a truck with the box and they take you to where you need to go. So there's a, a hangar, the West Wing hangar, that you can get the box after you talk to Cuba and it'll take you right there. So I don't, I don't know how to get in there otherwise, actually. I imagine there has to be a way, but I don't. I don't know how to do that. Maybe you go all the way around back to the main entrance. I don't know. If you know how to know do either. it, yeah, just get the box and go to the truck and send us twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, forty dollars, so can... sixty dollars, one for each of us. Um, yeah, we need to figure it out. Yeah, I'd like to know. Yeah, because I am broke. If we have to go to work, we won't be able to figure this out. Yeah, we cannot play Metal Gear Solid 4 if we have to go to work. Yeah. Um, I bought a PlayStation 3 for it, so I have to play it. We're playing that goddamn game. And we're going to do it more yep. consistently than this. As long as Diablo 4 doesn't come out. Yeah, well, I deleted it, so we don't never play the game again. Um, yeah, I'm just going to wait for the remake. Oh, okay, great. Um, 
this part is kind of easy. You just kind of trink everybody. If you don't trink the maintenance guys and you don't have their little maintenance uniform on, they'll be like, huh? Who is that? Hey, there's a fucking asshole here. And then they'll like call his alert and everybody will get all mad at you. So go ahead and uh, place the C3 on all the fuels. And uh, yeah, that's very easy. Do you guys have any problems getting around that? No, it was pretty easy. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Very easy stuff. Um, as soon as you do it, you're like, fuck yeah, dude, this is going to be so sick. And then he throws a butterfly up that he molded out of a C3 and he catches it. And he's like, gotcha. Cause now his eyes on point. He can't fuck with him. He's back. He's back. Baby. That one eye is now handling both eyes. He's trained himself. Yeah. He's got depth perception back. Um, but yeah, you, you place the last one, you try to make your way out of there, and guess what? Volgan and Ocelot know you're there. Boss comes over, takes your fucking gun again, and just whoops your ass real quick. Uh, so yeah, the whole whole gang's here again, and uh, we're going to get our ass kicked by every single one of them. They got uh, Eva down on the ground. Volgan's being a dickhead, like usual to her, like beating her up. And uh, after we get our ass handed to us by the boss, Ocelot has got some fucking marks, must say. And we're now on a timer. We got about 15 minutes to get through all this. By the time the cutscene's over, I think we have five minutes. So, uh, yeah. This of note is, uh, I think, I think she says, "Go to hell, to Volgan." Uh, Volgan's like, "Yeah, you're a piece of shit." And uh, Eva says, "Go to hell." In the Japanese version, she says, "Fuck you." So it, it's interesting that the American version doesn't say "fuck you," and. The Japanese version allows them to say fuck to Colonel Volga. Um anyway, yeah. we're we're on a we're on a time crunch here. Volgan talks about how he's got a billion mazillion dollars again with his philosopher's legacy. Uh destroys her spy stuff, knows that she's a spy, and he is an asshole. Snake is all upset. And yeah, so she tries to shoot Volgan and gets shocked. Good job, Eva. Very cool. Um, I think here is where we get to talk about the atomic bomb and the Patriots a little bit. Soviet Union, all this bullshit, power. I got the I got this philosopher's legacy. Ton of fucking money. I'm gonna get a bunch of soldiers and stuff. I'm gonna take over the Soviet Union. And I'm gonna be superpower and then boss help me and we're all going to be fucking living large in inch hard and the soldiers are going to have the power which i think is part of what everybody thinks is what boss wants to do we're we're not loyal to a government or anything we're loyal to ourselves kind of thing i don't know i wouldn't be surprised if i'm interpreting it wrong because i think everybody in metal gear solid lore has interpreted it wrong because she has failed to explain it to anybody before her untimely passing. Well, I, no spoilers. Um, so she it decides, for her own reasons. That's all yeah. you need to know, you know? Yeah, well, I want to carry it on. I'm in love with her. But she, oh, okay. she decides that she's going to take Evo away because she's also a spy. She's working for someone else. And she's also in cahoots with Ocelot now. Ocelot gives her a nod and 
says that he's going to take care of Snake, and Volgan wants to take care of Snake, and Ocelot has got another thing going. Snake, obviously. So he's working with Boss somehow. Um, and I don't think it's been made clear again that, that Boss is mom. I don't even know if he knows. He has to. Do you think he knows this? I don't remember. I don't think he knows. He doesn't. We we don't know. Don't we don't, we're knows. not we're not sure. I don't know if we know. Do we know? I'm not sure. I know. Do you know? I don't think we know yet. You know, but that's know. just because of you. You know, you're in yeah, on these things. That's weird. Um, so Ocelot is kind of told that he can't fight, and it's gonna be Volgan versus Snake now. So they go into like fighting pit. Uh. This all right, so this fight fucking sucks. Trying to no kill him on a European extreme. I didn't have any problems with anybody else. Uh, I had a problem with this guy because I kept tapping the buttons wrong, and then getting shocked. And he does so much damage. Nero have like a quarter of the health bar, so you die really quick. I don't like fighting this fucking guy. But if you kill him normally, he's not really a problem. If you just shoot the shit out of him, he'll he'll die very quickly. Um. He charges up, he shocks a lot, but if you have your uh, the glow caps, like I mentioned earlier, you can throw those on the ground, like toss them, like the little ration thing. Uh, if you toss them on the ground, when he goes to do his shock move, he shocks and all the electricity gets grounded to that, that ration. So oh, it doesn't attack cool. you, it goes straight to yeah, the Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's like the, that's the move you gotta do. Very cool. Um, he also like will try to fist fight you if you don't have your guns out. He tells you to put your guns away. Ocelot will throw you ammo when you need it. Uh, Ocelot kind of tells Volgan to fuck off here a little bit. And he's like, oh, I made a promise to the boss. Fuck you. Um, yeah, so fuck this guy. Volgan's shit. If you beat him, you get a cool... His... Uh, so his... His camo, though, if you get him non-lethally, is a uh, it's Soviet flag and a, an American flag. I think on the front is the American flag, and on the back is the Soviet flag. So it's a good one to have. It's a lot of fun to wear. You can wear that with the alligator hat. I mean, it's very stylish, in my opinion. It's a very cool thing. Also, if you put on the uh, the riding mask here, it'll get all kind of weird and be like, "Is that you?" And then he'll get all weird and like come and try to like hug you, and then you can just see, keep, see him and just throw him on the ground and fight him. Um, it's a cool fight. There's a lot of different ways to go about this. It's a two-parter. If you die in the second part, you're gonna get fucked up and you have to start over again. So that's a lot of fun. So I did kill him in European Extreme. I had to kill him. I didn't get to do the non-lethal. So that was a lot of fucking lame. Didn't. didn't uh, you guys enjoy Volgan? He deserves it. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He is. It's a lot easier on very easy and easy, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't have all those issues that you have on European Extreme. Yeah, European Extreme, I think the most part is that you can't tank any shots. So on easy and stuff, you can just tank a lot of his damage and get through it pretty easily. Uh... But it is it is very cool. He uh, dies, and then after you get him down all the way, you do your fake death pill again. He'll he'll turn around, 
and be like, is that it? Just suck it. And then we'd like come back and maybe can shoot him again last couple of shots. Uh, which is usually how you do it, but uh, again, I just had to kill him straight up and no mercy. I had um, luckily, you make it out, so you got a, a little bit of time left here. Hopefully, you have about five minutes to kill him, seven minutes, I think, start that, maybe. Um, so if you don't beat him in that time frame or you get killed before then, you have to restart it. Uh, you have to get out of there because this place is going to blow each three charges are insane. They're going to blow up any moment now. Um, yeah, so everybody get the fuck out of there. Evacuate. But guess what? Ava's back, baby. She got out. The boss is set her free, gave her a motorcycle and her jumpsuit back. Got that thing unzipped, so she's got wind flowing straight to her chest area. Where, And she's not wearing goggles, either. The goggles are around her neck. Obviously, it's when you're riding motorcycles. Um, yeah, we don't know why the boss let her go is, I don't, I mean, I don't know what we would do without her being here, well, obviously. The boss is orchestrating this all again with Ocelot. Um, I think it's interesting that she gets off and, like, has to, like, hug Snake and, like, talk to him about it. And then she's like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe we got out of here. When there's a ton of fucking enemies all around still, and they're not very happy about this whole thing blowing up, and I think that they're in supreme danger, and uh, you know she seems kind of sus, like something's going on with her. Anyway, Volgan's not dead. Jagohod's not dead. He comes breaking out of the uh, building, and this is our first encounter to fight the uh, Jagohod, which is yeah. pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I I think it's cool. You can pretty much avoid doing anything to the Shagpod. It kind of makes it seem like you should be shooting it at this point. Uh, but you don't need to shoot it until you get on the world's longest fucking... Uh, what is it? The runway? Um, it also sucks here because you do need to still trank people if you're trying not to kill people. So there's a lot of people here that you need to just trank, which becomes very hard because a lot of these guys are doubled up and just shooting AKs at you while you're on this uh, motorcycle. It feels like, you remember like Area 51 and like those arcade shooters? Where you just like shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Like you're on like a track. What is it? Like a track shooter? Because you're on the motorcycle yeah. and she's like rolling around and then like stops and she's like, shoot them! And so you're just like yeah, aiming up very cool. poorly. But this is a fun part. This is way more enjoyable than uh, the Metal Gear Solid 1 outro. But still reminiscent because we're on a moving vehicle, which isn't the last time we're going to be on this moving vehicle for quite a while. He really likes. Oh, and we also get boob flex when she drifts, obviously. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be moving this fucking thing for a long time. So she's rigged a bridge up ahead. So now we have to go get to that bridge to hopefully drop this thing in the water. Um, Ocelot has like a fancy uh, shoulder mount for his pistol now and still misses us because he sucks. He's going to ride his motorcycle and chase us. He's also very well versed at motorcycle bunny hopping, just like Eva is. Uh, the Shagahod is on its way. 
So we proceed, uh, we're clear for takeoff, and we're going to make our way to the runway, where we're going to be followed by a bunch of fucking guys. we got to shoot them some more as we're riding in this fucking thing. Um, I don't know. This, this part is just a bunch of riding and shooting while you're on the runway that goes on for miles and miles. I think it goes on for 50 miles. lot of fucking guys you just shoot this part is kind of lame so this is where the ps3 version of the emulator really um starts off. so you get here and it's you do have unlimited ammo but you get here and it's just like it's good because things slow down because the game just like starts to slow down on itself like can't keep up how it's reading it so it makes things slightly easier that it's like slowed down you can like take your time to do stuff but you're also slowed down so it's also very hard to do things because you're slowed down as well uh and the game will crash so usually it doesn't crash till after the Jagahod fight but it'll it'll noticeably be slow ps2 version i don't think has an issue or the hd if i'm wrong i don't remember any of that no i don't remember any of that so i think that's and that's just the PS3. Um, PS3 emulator only works. It is, it's not great. PS3 is Marvel. Uh, Volgan's a crazy asshole. He starts killing his own men and fucking flying after you on this runway. So we're introduced to our first mechanic of the Shagahot fight where we have to RPG the initial uh, drills that are on his front leg. That will slow him down, and then he's going to shoot rockets at you, so you got to shoot him with, like, an AK or another gun. Um, once you do that, then he's going to speed up again. You shoot him with a, uh RPG, and it'll slow him down again. And all this time, you're being followed by guys that are on motorcycles. you got to shoot them. So again, kind of like what we've already been going through, but now we have other guys on motorcycles following us. Uh, yeah, this part's just, it's all right. I, I feel like I died here a couple times because they'll just shoot you constantly and you don't really have much health left. But if you can make it far enough, you're fine. And it'll like do a cutscene. You'll make it to the next checkpoint at least. Uh, he runs into a big old plane. He's just doing all kinds of crazy shit because he's he's an asshole. Uh, yeah, he's got turbo boosters on the thing too, so he's super fast. Um, this tank is uh, quite a menace, but it's pretty easy to shoot it. Shoot the fucking missiles. And then Missiles come, shoot those, and then wait. And he's like, I'm going to grind you into dust, and then shoot it with another RPG. Um, eventually, you get to the bridge. He'll veer off immediately to the right, cutting him off, doing a sick drift, and then he's like, oh, shit. And then he almost runs off the runway into the wall, which he barely escapes. And you just stop there and watch. Because you want to make sure Yeah, no point finishing the job. Yeah, yeah, just... Just wait, see if he knows where you're at. 
because you also want to make sure that he can follow you. Um, yeah, you don't want to get too big of a lead. Yeah, so say, hey, you know where we're going, right? We're going to that bridge. Come on, follow me. So then you go to the bridge. Um, and the thing is, we have to set up on the bridge too, so we have to get another tasty lead here because we're going to have to set up and snipe this bridge. So on easy and very easy, I think there's only one thing that you have to shoot. Um, and it'll collapse the whole bridge. On the Euro Extreme, there are four things. One of them was like dangling and like moving. So you have to shoot like four little like bombs in order to get the whole thing to blow up. And you can't even shoot like, the last uh, one. Like your solid two. Yeah. You gotta wait. You gotta get them all. The one behind the like flag. Pokemon. Um. Yeah, if you don't catch them all, then it's like Digimon. You gotta create them all. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh, another Konami uh, property. The bridge collapsed. Also, uh, we are stopping Ocelot from getting close. Great. Um, but the back half of the Shago Hot falls off, which leaves the front half completely on the bridge still, and it uses its drills to launch up to where we are into our convenient, like, pit fighting arena. Um, so here we go. Second part of the fight with the Shagohod and Volgan. Volgan's back. Um, and he's in the Shagohod. So it's not quite a Metal Gear fight, but we're back on the fucking motorcycle. This So this fight is where it'll crash. It'll crash during this fight. A lot of fun. Um, but Eva will... I think, I don't know if she, there's like three parts to this fight. So at one point you have to shoot it while it chases you and you're on the, and then shoot the back, shoot the, the drills, then you shoot the back of it to damage it, and then it'll start up again, and you shoot the drill, and you get behind it, and shoot the back, and then start up again, and you shoot the drills, shoot the back. And it does like this pattern of like a big old array of shots. Uh, it's actually the worst thing ever. Uh, and then after you destroy that, you get Volgan riding this thing like a fucking surf. Because you destroy it, he gets on top and he's all mad and he's like, Fuck you. And he plunges his hands on top of it and grabs wires because that's how you control it. Um, you just grab the wires and dock it and it works like normal because that's, that's how things work. Usually you just grab wires. Dock it. That's usually what I do. It works. Uh... So this part we could consult Tyler, but yeah, I don't know. He's still suck at like man. Yeah, that's true. He probably doesn't have time to answer questions. Plug <laughs> it in controller. Um this fight I found it you can you can do this very fast. Uh and if you're trying to non lethal him, you can do it very fast. If you just keep switching and then you can switch the Mosin and then switch the RPG and then switch the Mosin and then switch the RPG. He'll die very quickly. If you don't, he'll kind of start moving around and it becomes harder the longer you take. And 
it is almost insanely difficult here because he'll shoot those like belt of bullets at you. Um, Eva will give you ammo and life medicine pretty good, but she'll also run you over. And she killed me twice by just fucking running into me when I was trying to avoid her. And the game was so slow here that I couldn't handle it there. Um, very easy. It was, it was take like so fucking very hard. Um, but yeah, eventually you kill him and he, uh, he gets all fucking pissed. And then this is where he like gets shocked by like lightning and burns up and he becomes the man of fire essentially where he like burns up and once he gets shocked by lightning, all the bullets start going off and stuff. And we get the charcoal mess that becomes the man on fire. I'm the eventually. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Shit. Hey, we'll also see Psychomantis. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, but, you know, fun's not over. We gotta fucking keep going. The uh, hover boys are back on the hoverboard just in time. That would have been a real mess if they came and started fighting us. Fighting Volgan. Um, so if your game hasn't crashed here on the emulator, it's going to crash now, or it's going to crash as soon as you get back in the game. Um, or it'll crash in 15 minutes. So I would recommend if you're playing PS3, not. And uh, if you are, then save every chance you get. You'll have like 40 saves here. Um, but we're back on the motorcycle. We're riding down trails. This is a this is a pretty cool fight. I like this part. If it wasn't for all the mess that is difficult. Um, but it is it is pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of like Star Wars, where you're like flying through like the tree area because you get to the forested area, and you keep going through. There's an ambush. Like shoot these guys, driving around, driving around some more. Then you get to the trees and you got the boys on the hoverboard, so you like shoot them and they'll like fly into a fucking tree and blow up. Um, so it's like Star Wars, and then they'll fly into each other and blow up. Cool, like Star Wars. Um, and then you fucking thought you were gonna get through this game without an escort mission. Do you think that you weren't gonna have to escort anybody? I didn't. What's your favorite part of escort coming. mission? I like walking faster than the person you have to escort. And then having to complain and having to turn around. Yeah, and then you got to go back and wait for him to catch back up. Yeah, well, Eva's got her tank shot up, so guess what? Let's take a look at the tank for a long fucking time, because that's what we need to do. Don't look at the road ahead of you. Take a look at the bullet hole in the tank. Oh, no. We crashed. I hope everybody's all right. Snake seems to be fine. Maybe some broken bones. We'll have to examine him. Extreme. Oh, no. Eva's been stabbed. How are we going to help her? What are we going to do? She got stabbed in this tree. She got a huge hole in her body. Bleeding out of the mouth, that's usually the sign of death. I just leave her to die. No, call the paramedic. See what kind of offer, uh, any advice they can offer to us. Um, and after all the mansplaining Snake did earlier, he's like, I fucking need you to fly the plane because I can't fly it. When he was telling her how to fly a plane earlier. Um, so she's got a pretty big stab wound through her. Yeah. 
it is a cool thing. The paramedic tells you to like repair her and that you can fix her up. Um, it's cool that we can like fix our ally here. Uh, which is kind of sick, but if you don't have all the necessary medical equipment, that kind of sucks. Uh, you can look at her, her history and she has had implants. Um, and fun information, you can see her nipples. So, too much libido. Thanks, Kojima. Kojima has a lot of libido. I don't You they call him that? Mr. Libido. I knew that. Yeah, he's in the Yakuza. Yep. Based on a real I picked character. up on it. There was hints. Slight hint. Not obvious, but it's yeah. there if you're looking. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of stuff here. You have to kind of move, and then you have to tell Eva, come on. Come on. Use the square button. Tell Eva, come on. Come, on. <laughs> uh, come here. She walks so fucking slow. And then I think you have to keep fucking feeding her because she has no stamina. Her stamina gets up, so you better have a lot of food on you. Um, and to make matters worse, we're going to have to sneak through some of this area because there's no enemy. So good luck. A lot of fun. Good luck. Uh, not, not the most enjoyable part of the, of the game, especially on. I, uh, I stopped playing here on a stream, so don't worry about it. I didn't play it on a stream. Uh, she's very slow. Uh, she's super slow. She sucks to walk around with. Come on. And you got to pick up brashes and shit off these guys. She's, she's fucking starving. Because she got stabbed near her stomach. So I think, or I think food is leaking out of her. That's why she's so hungry. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense by Tarkov rules. Yep, that's how Tarkov is. But there's, I mean, except you don't have, like, flying hackers. Headshotting. Um, but eventually, we're let out into this beautiful open area, and all of a sudden, Eva can fucking run and move normal, and she's so excited. And she's gonna go run to this fucking plane. And wow, she's super. <laughs> was all this energy before? Well, you gave her all that food. Yeah, she's, now she's not hungry anymore, though. No. Um. So she's gonna go get into the plane that we were at the wig. Um. She's gonna go get into this plane because in this area we've got a bunch of white flowers, and we know that. Boss here is here to fight us. Finally, yep. our final training mission is to beat the beat the boss. Um, she gives us some information. I think this is maybe where we get to learn about sorrow, her, and that she, uh, she has weird snake scar on her chest because that's how C sections work think is that how they work i don't yeah that's so. how they work yeah yeah definitely we just, we just cut higher chest open um we yeah, learned that she through the chest yeah well she was um a soldier in world war ii and her and her group are the reason that world war ii ended apparently um on b-day is when she went 
to this beach pregnant and got shot and the Patriots decided to cut the baby out, out of her, left to that giant scar. Um, and then they took the baby from her. Who awesome. I And I think she knows this. She has to know that that's Ocelot. I would think so, yeah. Um, so she's gives us a little bit of a rundown about how she's like, uh, she, she brought joy into the battlefield. Her emotion was joy and made everybody feel happy to be around her, which is why she's so good at creating a group. Everybody's so stoked to be on her team. Um, yeah, I don't know. A bunch of other bullshit. I guess she was uh, also, uh, you know, kind of a spy figure back then, obviously. And, uh, you know, we don't know what, what side she's, she's on currently. So she seems to be playing for America and playing for Russia and expecting and back, but the Staro was always Russian, so she had to kill him where she threw us off the bridge because that was her mission. So in a way, you're kind of redoing that mission and killing her because she's your love, because you love her. I love her. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and she talks about how the philosophers died in like thirties. I think she's trying to bring that back, and so somehow I think she's working with Zero in that sense that Zero knows what's going on because Zero's going to try to free up that we talked about in the last meeting to make the Patriots control all the information. But she's been consumed by war by people who are playing the puppet in this whole thing. And so her being the last child of the philosopher, she doesn't know what to do because these people are just using these soldiers' pawns and everything. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I think at one point, Snake decides this is like, Oh, we need to be like our own soldiers, and the other guy decides, oh, we need to have an overarching team of philosophers type thing. I don't know. Boss is really cool. Fucking pretty badass. Same voice actor as Pearl from SpongeBob. Really? That's funny. Um I forgot who else. She's a she's a pretty prominent voice actor, just like David Hayter's a pretty prominent entertainment mogul, writer, director, producer, actor, voice actor. Just all around <laughs> entertainment powerhouse. Oh, yeah, David Hayter, the entertainment powerhouse. What it says on the camera. Um. So she decides to make Snake prove his loyalty. To her or to the US government. Um, this fight's pretty cool. It's like in like a cool like flowery area. There's a bunch of snakes here. There's a solid snake, liquid snake you can pick up. Um, in the grass. Easter egg. But essentially, she just runs behind trees and you shoot her and then fight her and then she runs behind trees. 
I don't, I don't, there's not, the boss fight of this isn't that special. Besides, like, the way it looks, it is. He fights you pretty, yeah. he beats the shit out of you. That's what I felt about it, too. Like, there's nothing, like, that crazy. It just looks, I think it's more of a Yeah, visually. Cinematography. I guess yeah. a lot of the final boss fights in Metal Gear Solid games are kind of like that. Yeah, that's true. They aren't like that crazy. They're more of a yeah message, you know. It's more more of a hit to your emotions than anything, yeah. you know. I cry every time I see it. Um, but she has the philosopher's legacy that she gives because you've beaten her, mm-hmm. and the uh, the bombers are gonna come in and nuke this whole fucking place now. So you better get the fuck out of here. She gives you her little patriot gun and. She wants you to kill her, finally. So, as she's laying down, dying in the flowers, you're standing over her with her gun, and uh, you have to be the one to pull the trigger. Like, it, it has this whole cutscene, and then it shows you standing over her for a long time before you realize that you're not in the cutscene anymore, that you need to pull the trigger. Um, yeah, it's pretty intense. The flowers around you turn white to red, symbolizing her death. And blood, I think. Does it mean blood, maybe? That's what I think, yeah. Like, blood spreading out. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what it means? I'll have to ask Deo. Um, But her horse comes back, and is probably fucking sad, dude. Um, But at least she gets to join her old husband, the Sorrow. And uh star turns into a snake, so there's off into the flowers. Fight is over. Our loyalty is to who? Who is our fucking loyalty to? Because it's not the boss anymore, obviously. To top brass, whatever government is in power that we're working Which devastates Snake. He's kinda sad about this and he's not gonna get over this and he's gonna commit a ton of war crimes because of um, a lot of war crimes. You're going to kill a lot of people, a lot of bad things in the name of continuing on her legacy, which I don't think he understands. Because I don't know if he learned anything besides I'm going to commit war crimes and create my own nuclear arm. He doesn't say it outright, but he's going to fucking do it. But I guess the final boss is really Ocelot. Because right. after you beat after you beat boss, we get our final boss, Ocelot, who's actually the main character of the entire series. Um, and he wants to duel you one last time. Brings out his six tutors and he, he tells us, Alright, here's one for you and one for me. I've loaded a bullet into this thing and you have to grab one of them. And uh, it's a pretty sick little fight. Fight's pretty cool back here. Um, and I don't think it matters. He he tosses both guns. You get to choose one of them. Whatever one you choose is the one that you aim down. You guys have a little cool. I don't think it matters which one you choose. I think whichever one you choose is the one that shoots. I don't even think you shoot him. You shoot next one, don't you? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't want to kill each other. He obviously don't want to kill each other. They're actually best friends, believe it or not. Spoiler alert. Um, but yeah, we choose to, to finally do our cool standoff. We shoot through all the rounds until you decide that one of these is going to shoot. And you know what? Good job. And then he jumps out of the fucking plane into the water, which is insane. You guys are still in the <laughs> lake trying to take off, and he just fucking jumps out of the water, and that would probably kill a normal human being. He's far from normal. That's clear. I mean, not even like superhuman powers or anything. He's just a weird guy, right? Yeah, he's, just, yeah, he's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, turns out Eva can't fly without his help, so they uh they take yeah, he off called that from the beginning. Yeah. All of a sudden she's injured. Uh they fly over where the boss's body was and all the flowers are white and the horse is eating her body. Good. Um but then they get Mig trying to escort them and make them land the plane, I think. Um they're kind of fucked. How are they going to get out of this? They can't outmaneuver them. To make it all this way and then to just get fucking shot by the MiG is insane. And he didn't even like actually get to kiss her. He was just entirely waiting to do that until after the mission. So she's probably not happy that she's like in love with him. Oh, our boy Khrushchev calls calls him off the perfect time, and they finally get to make out. Psych. They get called by zero. Um. So now they gotta fucking go back and give out the. He's got the supplies. We've made it out. Our mission is successful. We're exiting from the location. And we got Eva and Snake enjoying a nice drink of wine next to the fireplace at his cabin. What do you think they're going to do? Think they're going to get crazy? I hope so. It's about time. Well, he does some CQB, CQC. CQ sex. Oh, shit. And they bang on top of like a tiger rug. Pretty sick because he's wearing tiger stripes. Camo, she's like, take this tiger stripe camo off. Take your Kodak off. There's no calls now. And then you think Big Boss taught him that one? Or Boss? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Boss is like way older than him, but I mean Uh yeah, but I mean they kinda like insinuate that there was sex going on. Yeah. She was like his son, but then like Oh, and she yeah. was like, mommy. Yeah. So, who? Um, well, uh, yeah, so they did it, and uh, they had a great night. And Snake, uh, I, I mean, he, she's gone now. They wake up in the morning, and she's gone. She left. Take the Philosopher's Legacy? I would have. 
She took the philosopher's legacy. She leaves a recording saying, "Good morning, Snake. I uh, I really enjoyed our night. Um, but guess what? I am a spy for China, and everything was a lie. And I tricked you, and took all the shit, and I took the philosopher's legacy." Which turned out to not be the real philosopher's legacy, by the way. Because Ocelot has that. Of course he um, does. Yeah. That's 12 steps ahead. Yeah, he's had it for this whole time. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, she actually um, killed... We, I don't know. We don't really know. Because Adam and Eve were supposed to be both guys. And she apparently killed Eva and took their name and then she became the spy so she, that's why she never knew the Lolelulelo password um so she's been a, a double agent triple agent even how you, right how do you think she ended up working for China uh I think she is Chinese oh I missed that yeah he was raised in a U.S. Chinese joint facility. I see. They were collecting children all over. So she's indistinguishable from a U.S. born person, but actually Chinese operative. That's, ah. that's the so she's she's looks American because it helps her be a spy. But she works okay. in China. Um. So I mean, the boss, I don't think understood that, but I. She must have. I don't. Seems very weird. A lot of us didn't understand that. So that's really like a curveball. Um, she does end up having Snake's children in a way. I guess we'll get to that in the next. We've already talked about that at some point, didn't we? Have we talked about that? I don't know. I feel like I know all. I feel like this it stuff, came up know. briefly. I feel like it came up briefly in another talk. Yeah, but they don't really necessarily say it's her but a Chinese birth mother. I don't know. Zero's a fucking dickhead. But so boss has got uh, his mommy taken away by his own hand. And then he just gets fucking dumped right now. Stood up by a Chinese operative. Yeah, he's not doing too good. Yeah. Um so he gets awarded the title of what's what's a what's like Higher than boss. If you had to say, let's say um, your rank is boss. Large, executive. Larger boss. Chief executive officer. Yeah, that's good. Chief boss. Uh, big boss. Associate big boss. chief boss. Super boss. Extremely giant boss. Um, it's interesting that when he gets the title of big boss here and uh, the president or whoever the fuck the guy is, uh, Ocelot's like standing in the fucking window behind the president, so that's uh, another tell that maybe Ocelot's behind some other bullshit going on here. Uh, but I think told me he was the main character in the series. Yeah, well, I think that we also, I mean, this is the point where it'll make sense in five. Walker, you should be in Peace Walker. Um, where five, where they have. A friendship and a bond because I think they've both been kind of abandoned by their countries. They've both been abandoned by their their people. 
to where they're no longer fighting for anybody but themselves, which allows them to create a bond for war crimes. Ah, uh, yes, war crimes. Yeah. Big Boss and Ocelot, I think, at the end of this game, they both realize that they have the same mother and the same call for fighting in the battle. And loyalty to no man. Which creates a friendship out of uh, friendships, you know? But where's this horse? Who has this fucking horse? What happened to the I horse? Did the horse get nuked? Horse went to go make wild horses. Oh. Hell yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, well, Snake kind of hates his country now, and he gets to go see the boss's grave. Is the boss buried with American soldiers? That's kind of crazy. Definitely. Uh, he definitely betrayed everything. I also like that he takes her gun and puts it at her fucking headstone. That's definitely something people should just have out by the grave. I would, I'm sure somebody would take that. Well, it's a military graveyard. There's probably guns all over the place. Just guns all over the graveyard? <laughs> yeah, everyone's buried with a gun on top of their grave. <laughs> Everybody just has their, their guns. She was a true patriot. She saved, saved the world from World War III and uh, made a little seer from snakes in one eye. So, yeah, we get to see that... Uh, I don't know. We got our timeline here. I think that paramedic is a part of the things that go on later. I think she's part of the reason that Gray Fox gets made uh, 1972 like Infant the big boss. That's it. Moving on to uh, four. Is it four. four? And then peace walk. Good walk later. I guess four is the end. I mean, we'll have to give you four. And then peace walker, and then five. Five will take us only like a week and a half to get of actual real time. How many hours are in a week? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, if you do know, write that on a $20 bill and send that in. But uh, a very good game, nonetheless. Very fun. Uh, now you get to go play with all the extra stuff, and you get unlimited ammo with the Patriot. So, new game plus, you get the Patriot, and you can just shoot the shit out of Hell yeah. And any camos that you've unlocked, you get to uh, very cool. We finally finished Metal Gear Solid 3, and the new Metal Gear Solid didn't release yet, so we've done it. I think that's a pretty good thing. Congratulations. Congratulations. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, what did you guys think about it? It was good. It was good playing it again. It was... Um, I don't know if... I don't think it's less fun than I remember it. I just think games have changed a lot. I think that's been a reoccurring theme with all these games. It's just yeah. like gameplay has changed a lot in the years, but 
it was still fun. It was a lot of cool. It was a lot of cool. That's a right. Lot of, it, was a, it was a lot of cool. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, there was a lot of cool in it. I'm excited to see what the remake does. Apparently, the remake just is called Metal Gear Solid Delta because it's going to be a fix to the graphics and the gameplay controls. But they said that they are fixing everything. Like all story, all dialogue, and everything else is going to be the same. The same, yeah. That'll be cool. So it'll be the same game, just with like a bit of a facelift. So if they can pull it off that way, that sounds totally cool. Better controls, better graphics. I think is is all I really wanted out of that remake. So hopefully right. there's no other bullshit that they try to add. I don't want another Metal Gear. Fine. Close loop. Leave it. No. It's over. We'll get there. Um, but I think this is probably one of the best ones in the game, so I think it's good that this is the one getting a remake. It's technically the first in the entire series, so... Yeah, it makes sense to do it that way. Probably the most memorable for current generation of yeah. people that played it. I mean, I still... I still feel that it would have been cool to remake the first one just because this one's fairly modern. Yeah, I mean, I feel like or if this remake one, gets one a of remake, them. I don't think. I mean, I think this is. I think. I don't. I'm not saying that the first one shouldn't get a remake. I think this is the best one. And then if they can make money off of this and understand that people do like it and enjoy it, then we'll get the first one eventually. Yeah, probably. I bet they do it like. Since they're going to remake them, just do it chronologically since they'll all have good graphics. You could just do it in order and then it would make a lot more sense to people, I feel like, if it's their first time getting into yeah, the that's series. True. Yeah. And I think if they did a remake, the one that is canon technically Twin Snake. And that one is the same engine too. In this. So, I mean, it's fairly modern. Yeah, besides, don't we go back to sorry, uh don't we go back to one and four? Yeah, you go back to Shadow Moses four, yeah. Yeah, you so, do. I mean that's pretty much your remake right there. <laughs> okay, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and Twin Snakes was also I think so the problem with that, the remake of Metal Gear Solid One versus this one is updating the graphics of Twin Snakes I think is not great. I think that the way the Twin Snakes played out was like they just updated the graphics and some of the mechanics and added the mechanics from Metal Gear Solid 2 but it it like doesn't play the same at all or have anything like the first because you can just swing over rails and just like in the environments are so small the way that they're yeah, built it wasn't now, designed like for those just, mechanics yeah. yeah so it's it's it, it would have to be made there would have to be a lot of stuff going into it to remake it to make it modern and individualized where if they had to remake it it would be a lot more work than just updating the because you'd have to change yeah. a lot of things and make the environments bigger and make them more like you would have to change and just give it a face. Like Metal Gear Solid 3, you just make it or keep everything. And it Whereas Twin Snakes, it didn't 
work very well for what it was when it came because it's not built for that. So it would have to take a lot. And I don't know if that would be the best endeavor to take on without Kojima or anybody from the team to help keep it on track. But, I mean, I don't know. It could happen. I'm just not very confident in anything in konami doing that at all or well i am caring at all. my uncle uh actually works for konami his well your uncle's kevin. a piece of shit his name is kevin konami have you heard of him yeah i heard of him and he's a piece of shit okay yeah 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 he took my inflatable pool and uh cut a hole in it yep i saw it okay well i'm not friends with him anymore good can't come to my pool party on threads i got yeah. off those threads yeah sorry you have to make a facebook account to get on that no oh, fuck here's an advertisement oh you follow these people you should probably also follow all these hundreds of people including kojima himself now he knows who you're following you're fired from konami good job kevin konami you're welcome Welcome. Well, good job. We finally fucking made it after eight months of painstakingly grinding through this. What did it take, like 14 hours to beat? Probably. 12 hours? Three hours? Not very long. Yeah, it's probably like 10 hours if you're whatever. I think it was, I think I was at like 12 hours after beating Vulcan and crashing the game on Hero Extreme. Under four hours for each very easy. Skipping cutscenes. I think there's like four hours of cutscenes. Yeah. So hopefully there's more cutscenes coming up. I hope there's way more cutscenes new. Well, I can't wait for it to come out. It's gonna be good. Follow us. Uh, check us out when we cover that in the re-release of this episode. Um, yep, and also uh, check out our future planned Final Fantasy podcast and Motorsport Racing podcast. Yeah, we're going to talk about the those GT are, series from 2019. Those are both current. in the works. Yep, we're going to go through each season, detail the drivers, the teams. The um, rank they got, what rank I got on the wheel versus what I rank I got with the controller yep. versus what rank Kevin yep. got with the controller. Yeah, and we'll be simultaneously simulating the seasons both as actual drivers and as motorsport managers. Yes, while um, also recreating the accents used and languages used by each driver. And, but we'll be playing all the drivers and staff. Yeah, and it's gonna be like a, a yeah. digital movie. Yeah, in your mind. Yeah. So we'll we'll go through the drama, the ups and downs, the racing events, um, and we'll get some guest I've voices seen, like David Hayter. I've seen some things that people are saying about the sweat team racing, and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think everybody has haters, but we also have, you know, a lot of followers and a lot of supporters. And yeah, stay tuned for the drama. Look, people only tune into racing for the drama. That's true. That is true. The the boring part is the race. The fun part is the actual race, the behind the scenes. Yeah. And then maybe someday, well, the sweatcast will come back. Yeah. Oh, really? I would like that. Yeah, in the winter. It's a wintertime podcast. Too um, hot right now. As you guys know, it's tough to produce podcasts here in Arizona. Um, yeah. When the temperatures hit over 120 degrees, it uh, 
you know, the electronics stop working. And what is the temperature currently? It's 108 out currently. 109. That's what I got. Oh, you got 109. Did it go up? Yep. I'm dying. Oh, ah, Todd. This is a so you time. know maybe we'll catch up with Brian of Vandercroft and Cowpie three point one four and you know Detective Honk see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Go check all out your favorite cast. characters. All your favorite Sweatcast characters might come back. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe yeah, the format up. will change once yeah. again. I think the format is going to change again. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think there's only like yeah. four. I think it's four episodes per format. We did it the format, right? <laughs> the format is four episodes are formatted differently from the next four episodes. So tune in Look, to see what kind format of format changes, we go with. <laughs> yeah, the format changes, but the people and the stories that you love stay the same. Yeah, and maybe we'll bring back Destiny. Maybe, and then we can talk about the the um. Yeah, no, let's not talk about that. Maybe it should just become a general state of sweat podcast. God, yeah, right. I don't have time for that. I gotta get into the job now, thanks. Yeah, I gotta go to the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, time to go to the movies. I'm gonna go see Star Wars with my controller that's plugged in. I got my Indiana Jones tickets. Oh yeah, Indiana Jones came out. Wow, what a who would have thought that was a good idea? An 80-year-old man hunting treasure? I did. Yeah, let's continue to just beat that dead horse. That's a good He's one. Probably gonna be. Is Shia LaBeouf in it? I think he is. Does he? He, yeah, he better. That... He was in the trailer. Yeah, really. Okay. okay. Yeah, he yeah. should be in it. Yeah, he was in the trailer. Like, hey, I'm still here. Remember, yeah, he probably I'm never gonna take over the mantle. Don't worry. Remember when they made that like big deal of him grabbing the hat and shit? Mm-hmm. Like he was and gonna be the like, next Indian. Fuck! This movie sucked. <laughs> like this movie's awful. <laughs> we forgot. Yeah, and then they were like, "Let's make another horrible movie." Do you want to do that? Yeah, He's older they, now. They waited. Yeah, they waited ten years. Let's do it again. Yeah. How about another horrible one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Well, they go back in time and they replace his face with a younger version of him. Uh CGI version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's even better now. It's yeah, you sad. don't have to hire new actors. You just CGI old actors. <laughs> yeah. Just how about you just stop. Just make Shia LaBeouf the new guy. Yeah. He's got his life back on track now, I think. Yeah, he's doing good. He was in that... crazy-ass mood, dude. Yeah, he's always been down, though. He, uh... What was the movie? The Collector? Tax Collector. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Well, this turned into a movie podcast. Yeah, tune into Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) Tune into Sweaty Shia LaBeouf next week. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Where we sit down and we discuss Shia LaBeouf's uh, career in detail, from Even Stevens to Transformers to Eagle Eye. Eagle Eye. That was kind of a Transformers esque movie. Kinda. It was a pretty cool movie though. All right. And we even have some people who were tank mechanics on his famous tank movie where he lost his mind. Oh yeah, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Theory. He's not. He's not the guest we have. We have an actual tank mechanic. Yeah, his well, name we is have... Bradley Gunderson. Yeah, well, I got Brad Pitt. Well, I got Brad Gunderson. Oh, well, I have Brad Pitt. Got um, Brad's mixed up. Don't schedule him the same day. No, he's got a restraining order against me. Okay, good. Yeah, I called him eighty times in an hour. But if you're tuning into this, tune in next for Metal Gear Solid Four. 
Yeah. Guns Who knows when we do period. it? Be on the lookout for the episode. Hopefully, we'll My do it. My favorite soon. one. The most cutscenes. We're going to be talking about cutscenes a lot. Yeah. Take your fucking note because we're going to have to keep ourselves in line here because they're going to get kind of crazy. Um, anything that we didn't explain in these games, we're going to have to retouch on and re clarify for this Metal Gear Solid 4's knowledge drop every cutscene. Yeah, we need to get an intern or something to go through our episodes and like tell us what we missed. Yeah, I think we missed a lot. Um, I think MGS4 still has the record for longest cutscenes and longest cutscene sequence, so that'll be awesome. Buckle up. Yeah, we're going to have to watch a fucking movie. I think that's going to be the hardest part. We're going to play the game for 20 minutes and then sit there and watch a movie for 20. And and then play for 20 (laughs) and then watch for an hour. And then, like, oh, God. Um, I don't know yet if I want to do a no kill on that or kill some people. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in next time. I won't say next week (laughs) because, God forbid, we keep a schedule. Uh, we'll we'll get that episode out soon. As soon as we all stop working every day for four hours. Um. All right. Well, that was that was good. Metal Gear Solid Three. We've done it. Completed. Great. Good job, everybody. Uh, it's been quite a wild ride. But uh, yeah. Okay. GGs. Good job, America. Stay safe. Um, Good luck. Have fun. Good luck. Have fun. Uh, anything else you guys want to say? Nope. Marshall, no, I don't think so. I think we covered everything. All right. Good job. Get the hell out of here. Who are you loyal to? Me or the government? And who are they I'm loyal, loyal to? I'm loyal to the sweat. Yeah. Loyal to the sweat. 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 Sweat.